a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, your host of this relatively new program here on KSL News Radio. I say relatively new. You know, it's episode number 74 today. I'm not sure if you've been listening from the beginning, but for me at least, it feels like these 74 episodes have flown by. Now, uh, crammed into these 74 little humble episodes, we have covered an impeachment of a president. We have covered an earthquake. We are right now in the midst of covering a pandemic. We are uh, also covering some of the darkest economic times uh, that our nation has faced in some long time. But uh, we're getting through it all together. Uh, I want to ask you to to help me out. Tomorrow, we're going to have a a conversation about the stimulus checks. You know what I'm talking about? There was that deal passed by the Senate last week, later passed by the House. There was some uh, falter all about how uh, it was going to be passed. That one member uh, stood up and made a, a, a principled stand, at least in his estimation. And anyway, ultimately, the president signed it all. And so there, in all likelihood, uh, will soon be in your checking account or in your mailbox $1,200 should you qualify for uh, you to spend however you will. And I am curious how you'll spend that. Now, uh, there are probably good ways and better ways to spend it, and maybe there are even poor ways to spend it. But uh, whatever the case may be, I am curious to know uh, your plans. If you have gone through the, the calculator, there are some of the news outlets have put together these calculators. You put in your uh, your annual income and how many kids you have, and uh, from there it'll calculate based on the legislation how much you can expect to receive uh, ultimately. If you expect to be on the receiving end of some of the stimulus money, and the highest of likelihoods is uh, that you are, it was designed to uh, <laughs> it was designed to get as much money into the hands of Americans as possible. I'd like to know how you intend to spend it. And would you do that? Would you let me know? Uh, Just give me a call, all right? The number I'd like you to call and leave me a voicemail, if you don't mind, is 801-575-7668. Again, 801-575-7668. So just grab your phone when you have a moment, uh, pick it up, call that number, and tell me how you intend to spend your uh, stimulus money. Now, I don't ask that to be flippant or or anything like that, but honestly, the choice that you make with that money uh, will have a dramatic impact on the economy around you. You do have some real choices to make. Stimulus obviously shares its origins with the word stimulate. Your instinct may be to scroll it away. And that's totally your right. All right, There are zero strings attached. You can spend this money however you want. Or you could uh, maybe take the governor up on his challenge to patronize three local restaurants uh, each week. Now that can add up, but with 1200 bucks, uh, you can probably cover it for a few weeks. <laughs> Tell me if you're going to do that. Maybe you're going to make an improvement on your home and you're going to hire a handyman. Or maybe you are going to uh, get your uh, furnace repaired or replaced and you're going to call the folks at Any Hour Services. Or maybe uh, you are going to get some work done on your automobile. Maybe you're just going to buy a a bigger TV 
or one of those Nintendo Switch things that we hear <laughs> are so popular as people are, are shuttered inside uh, engaging in this uh, social distancing. Anyway, I want to know how you're going to spend it. Tell me what you're going to spend this money on and why uh, you choose to spend it that way. 801-575-7668. You leave me a voicemail. Uh, Producer Amy's going to go through those, compile them. I'll share them with you tomorrow on, today, on the, the program. Episode 75, we'll get you on the air. Uh, in the meantime, though, I want to share something uh, I saw during a commercial break earlier today. Now, if you've been listening, if you've been listening uh, for throughout these 74 episodes, I've been hosting this new program here on KSL. You may have picked up on the fact that I am very susceptible to falling down rabbit holes, and oftentimes I find those rabbit holes by. Uh, flipping back and forth and through old archived newspapers. I've read you a number of articles uh, over the past uh, number of months on this program, and I thought, if I'm honest, I thought I was the only one. Until uh, about an hour ago, I pulled up Facebook, and I saw a post by a friend of mine named Brad Mortensen. You know that name. He's the new president of uh, Weber State University. He shared uh, the following newspaper clipping from 100 years ago. February 1920. This is uh, from the student newspaper up there uh, at Weber State University, Weber Herald. Again, 100 uh, years ago today, uh, clipped and posted by Brad Mortensen, the president. And let me read this to you and tell me if any of these, any of the words here uh, feel applicable to what you and I are going through today as we combat this coronavirus. Under the headline, quote, safeguard your health. The article from the Weber Herald reads, Far be it for us to give medical advice. It is one of the many occupations of life on which we are totally ignorant. Neither do we maintain that we have discovered a remedy for the dreaded flu. Now, a quick aside. This is Lee talking, not the article. Uh, about 100 years ago uh, today, um, <laughs> our fellow Americans and those uh, brothers and sisters we've got around the world were combating the Spanish flu. So uh, that's the context. I'll start over. Far be it. For us to give medical advice, it is one of the many occupations of life on which we are totally ignorant. Neither do we maintain that we have discovered a remedy for the dreaded flu. We leave that to the good old patent medicine concerns to decide. But we do believe we are right when we say this. If you feel in the least manner fluey, if such a word is permissible, for the love of your fellow men, Please vacate from their immediate vicinity. Also, if you have the least bit of uh, Samaritan blood in your veins, please do not congregate in masses. These two motives, we believe, will do more towards safeguarding your health than all the bottles of Tanlac in the entire city. Do you get that? If you have the least bit of Samaritan blood in your veins, please do not congregate in masses. That comes after the advice, if you feel in the least manner fluey, for the love of your fellow men, please vacate from their immediate vicinity. That was 100 years ago. And if you remember a conversation I had not too long ago uh, with Matt Gephardt from KSL Television, uh, he taught us that Utah did all right when it came to the Spanish flu. But our losses were not numbered as great as those uh, from other states and other nations. And it was because we followed this type of advice. Now, let's see if we can repeat a little bit of history and pull that off again. Uh, you might be curious about that last line there. It says, these two motives, we believe, will do more to safeguard your health than all the bottles of Tanlac in the entire city. 
Tanlac is one of these like witch doctor concoctions. <laughs> uh, Brad Morton said the legwork for me and says Tanlac was an alternative concoction, a system purifier. It was a 36 proof mixture of wine, glycerin, and bitter herbs. Bringing this back to 2020, there are some letters distributed by the FDA and the FTC to warn against some of these tinctures and concoctions and things that m- folks might claim to be remedies for the uh, coronavirus, remedies or cures or uh, uh, things, medicines. Just know, be reminded uh, that we currently uh, do not have one of those at hand. Okay, the FDA has not approved any, any, any treatments for this uh, coronavirus. Now, I know there's that malaria virus, and there was a, a, an emergency ruling recently by the FDA to allow certain uh, practitioners of medicine to prescribe this uh, for folks. But in terms of specific approval by the FDA uh, to treat the coronavirus, there is nothing yet at hand. So don't be fooled by anyone who tries to sell you any of this TANLAC <laughs> or, or make any other claims uh, of the like. Okay, so that's that. Uh, I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, I'm a big fan of these old newspapers. I'm a big fan of looking back to history to find lessons we might apply to ourselves today. And uh, more than that, I'm a, a big fan of Mr. Mortensen, president of Weber State University. So thanks to him for pointing this out to me. Uh, we just have a, a quick moment left, and I want to thank you for uh, enduring uh, this coronavirus stuff with me. It's not so easy for you. It's not so easy for me. There are a lot of new things that we are facing, but we're doing it together. And I keep repeating this. I I might sound like a broken record when I talk about how uh, you and I are made of a, of a metal requisite to combat this evil silent killer. Well, it's because it's true, okay? And I am going to repeat that every opportunity I can. Because here on this program, we're going to promote strength, we're going to promote good wisdom, and ultimately, you and I will join here to celebrate our victory over this coronavirus. The coverage continues ahead on KSL News Radio.